0: Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk Real Estate program number 1186. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Fritz Pfister. I'm with REMAX Professionals of Springfield. I want to thank you for sharing your time with me this morning. Uh, Today we're going to share the latest October home sales report. Uh, We're going to take a look at uh, sales also in the Sherman-Williamsville School District. As you know, we've been traveling around the county, and we started with Springfield, went out to Chatham, uh, Rochester, and now we're going to swing around to Sherman-Williamsville. If you uh, know somebody that lives out there and they're interested to know how their market's performing this year, uh, they'll need to tune in during the second half hour of the program. Uh, Today, we welcome back into studio Professor Judd to comment on the economy And uh, see how that stacks up for home sales here locally. Uh, Following our weekly observations, we'll have the phone lines open for you at 217-629-7970. If I may please remind you, the opinions expressed on Let's Talk Real Estate are solely mine. They're not necessarily those of the sponsors of REMAX Professionals of Springfield, REMAX International, or the Capital Area Realtors. I'm a licensed real estate broker. I do not own Remax. max I am not an attorney at law, tax expert, or financial planner, so the opinions I share with you come from real life experiences in this very market, uh, serving families just like yours, and it would be an honor to serve your family. Our sponsors this half hour of the program are Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, the store that will brighten up your lifestyle. Writings Plumbing. When you have a plumbing problem, it's Writings to the rescue. And Leader One Mortgage Lender, the only mortgage lender with the $5,000 guarantee for home sellers if the loan doesn't close on time from a buyer approved by Leader One. Now that's a deal. Good morning to my sister Mindy out in Cumberland, Maryland, my son Sam in Washington, D.C., my son, Josh, his wife, Ashley, and my grandkids, Kenzie and Weston, listening live on WMAY.com out in North Carolina. Well, if I may, please, I want to take a moment to do a short uh, Veterans Day tribute uh, for this 2018. Uh, you know how time flies. You know, 46 years ago today, I was in country only nine days stationed at Nakam Phnom, Thailand. Affectionately referred to as the end of the world or naked fanny. We were a, quote, secret base on the northern frontier, situated on the Mekong River, the only base north of the DMZ during the Vietnam War, and approximately 90 nautical miles from Hanoi. Little did I know that a few short weeks later, as I celebrated my 21st birthday, I would be participating in the Christmas air raids of 72 uh, the Air Raids of Hanoi and Haiphong. I was an air traffic controller for the United States Air Force, and it was officially known as Operation Linebacker. Forty-six years has given me a long time to reflect upon my service. I think about the men and women I served with and those that are, who are no longer with us and grateful to be carrying on in their memory. For all my fellow veterans, thank you for your service. You are among the few who answered the call to duty. It's estimated that only 7% of Americans will have served. I am proud and humbled to be among your ranks. What does Veterans Day mean to you? Another paid holiday from work? Three-day weekend? Time off? Will you be showing your appreciation to the few who served? Will you be attending any ceremonies or parades? To those of you who will, I say thank you. For those of you who will not be participating or attending, that's fine. We serve to provide you that freedom. Of course, I'm not referring to you who are elderly or your health won't permit you. But for you who cannot or will not participate in any Veterans Day activities, may I share this with you just for your consideration. This is from a client of mine who's also a veteran. Freedom is not free. It was the veteran, not the reporter, who gave us freedom of the press. It was the veteran, not the poet, who gave us freedom of speech. It was the veteran, not the campus organizer, who gave us freedom to demonstrate. It was the veteran who salutes the flag, who served beneath the flag, and whose coffin is draped by the flag. If you love your freedom, Thank a veteran. And that's this week's Veterans Day tribute. Thank you very much. Now we'll move along to our real estate business. It's time for our weekly observations being brought to you by Mark's Fireplace and Lighting. You know, I was driving by the store. It's such a beautiful store on the South 6th Street, Frontage Road, south of uh, the Route 66 Hotel and Conference Center. And they've got this big electronic sign out front. And I saw on that sign grills up to $1,000 off. Now is the time. If you've always wanted that outdoor kitchen, if you've wanted that big green egg, if you've wanted uh, that special Weber grill, whatever, they have the finest at the best prices available today. Stop by Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, the store of distinction on the South 6th Street, Frontage Road, south of the Route 66 Hotel and Conference Center. Well, Here's your weekly observations. Pay attention, Professor. I'm going to need you. I will. Okay, thank you. You need to get that microphone over. I will. All right. (laughs) It's called the latest uh, in the home sales numbers from October. Uh, Well, you know, the numbers changed a little bit. You know, I shared with you last week from the preliminary report, and they're kind of falling in line uh, with what I expected based upon the trends. Uh, Here's the most current reporting from October of this past year compared to October of last year. New listings, 381. Down uh, 6.61% from 408. You know, a word on that inventory. You know, for the preceding uh, couple of weeks, the inventory has fallen to the lowest on record for this time of year. Although demand is down from last year, you know, it's not at a record low. That happened back in 2011. Those of you who have been listening to this program for years, this is our 23rd season. You know 2011 was when we hit bottom after the Housing market collapse. Now, this year is kind of an oddity. Your opportunity to sell is pretty good this time of the year for a change because you have the least amount of competition on record. And demand may be down from last year, but it's not at a record low. Kind of a strange situation, but true. So uh, back to the October uh, market numbers. Closed home sales of 100, or excuse me, of 319 are down less than 1% from 322, only 3. I expected October to be about the same as last year, and the numbers did improve from last week's report. So homes going under contract, the least dependable category due to the two separate classes of pending sales being double counted uh, by the uh, systems there. Proved again true this week as the 291 I told you last week were under contract. Well, that was adjusted down to 285, but it's still up 2.5% from 278 last year. So, seven more. So, we're kind of uh, kissing our sister again. The median sale price was also adjusted down from last week's 131.7 down to 130,000, but that's still up over 13% from last October's 114.9. Now, for the first 10 months of 2018 compared to 2017, uh, new listings, 4,531, down 5.95% from 4,818. That's still a big number, 4,500. Closed home sales of 3,195 are down 3.64% from 3,316. The median sale price of 125,000 is up 2.2% from 122,000. Now, year-to-date, the sale price came in uh, at 96.2% of the final asking price. So sellers are still negotiating within 3.8% of their asking price. The days on the market from listing to contract is 77 days, and that's down just slightly from 80 days last year. Now, what does all this mean? We've got 45 weeks down and seven to go in 2018. Well, I'm not sure how demand will be impacted following the election. But this I can tell you, closed home sales will be down in this year from 2017. By how much, who knows? We're, you'll know because I'm going to report it to you. Now, the number of homes reported under contract today are below last year on this date in spite of the best week for homes, uh, home listings to go under contract since mid-September. We had 80 go under contract last week. Thank goodness. But it still didn't uh, bring up the number under contract to the same as last year. So this, I can also tell you, my predictions for 2019 have become significantly more challenging, Uh, but make them I shall on the last Saturday of this year. So be sure to tune in for that and see if you concur with my uh, conclusions and methodology. You know, not that my predictions matter much to you. However, uh, to those businesses planning ahead who are impacted by the housing market, they they may prove meaningful and beneficial. I may have uh, been too optimistic for 2018, but you know what? I'm still in the ballpark. We'll see how all, all shakes out by the end of the year. Make this a great week uh, for full-time residential real estate services. Uh, give me a call. My name is Fritz Fister with REMAX Professionals of Springfield. My phone number is 652-SOLD, six five two seven six five three. And if you would, please be sure to like our Facebook page at uh, Facebook.com forward slash Fister Success Team. Well, we want to say good morning to Professor Judd uh, joining us again. How have you been, Rich? Oh,
1: I'm glad to be with you. Well, it's I, a, You know, th- this is about two weeks early
0: for winter, seems to me. Well, that's okay. Anybody can work under ideal conditions, Professor. That's right. <laughs> you know what? Hey, we want to give a quick shout-out to our friends at Writings Plumbing. Now, you know, we've got winter coming on us. We're going to get some more rains. We're going to get some snow. We're going to have frozen ground. And uh, when we get those uh, spring rains with that ground still solid as a rock, guess what? That water's going to go to the area of least resistance. And for you who have an older home and you still have the sewer line running underneath your home, uh, that's a problem because you can get backup. And unfortunately, it's sewer backup and Writings is really good. They work closely with the city. Uh, I don't know exactly how much money is still available with the city, but call Writings Plumbing at 544-6890 and see if you can get in on that money to raise that sewer up so that it goes downhill from your house out to the sewer and you will no longer have to put up with that problem. Amen. So, yeah, that sounds like a good program, doesn't it? Amen. Yes. Um uh, you know, i got to sh- quickly share. i got a listing coming. I'm taking, uh, well, I'm meeting the young lady at 1230 this afternoon. Actually, she's not young. But at any rate. The young is, lady. Now, this, is that
1: 50 or younger? Uh, a little
0: bit older. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> but at, at any rate, Mary, God bless her heart. Uh, here's a duplex in, on Springfield's west side. That was custom-constructed for the owner. It belonged to her aunt, and her aunt passed away. They built it new in, I think, 1980. uh, I believe that's correct. And it's all brick, so it's not your typical west side duplex. It doesn't have a basement. Uh, However, uh, one side has... um, about 1500 square feet and the other side has about 1200 square feet they're both two bedroom two full bathrooms on the owner's side a nice big living room with the fireplace master bedroom has uh, of course the bath but a nice huge walk-in closet both have two car garages and really neat thing about it is it's on a corner so one uh, unit faces uh, one street the other unit faces the other so there's lots of privacy between the two units and uh, that's going to be listed this morning uh, or excuse me, early this afternoon, uh, and it's going to be somewhere uh, around $190,000 for both units. Now, right now, the one site is rented for $900. It's under-rented. It should be at least 1000 or $1,100. Yep. And uh, so here's an opportunity. If you're looking to downsize, buy the whole building. Let that $1,000, that $12,000 a year, will pay all your property taxes and, and part of your house payment, yes. your homeowner's insurance. Great opportunity. So if you uh if you're a real estate agent and you have a buyer for something like that, give me a call. And if you're working with another real estate agent, great, call them and they can call me and I'll make sure that you're one of the first ones in. And uh that new listing coming was brought to you by our friends at Leader One Mortgage. You give Andrew Cornette a call at 553 1170 Andrew can prepare you a pre-approval letter. Now, I can't stress to you the importance of a pre-approval letter. Uh, because if you go in uh, to a situation this winter with this record low inventory, say a new listing comes, say somebody's taking my advice, they've got a nice home, they're going to price it appropriately for the condition and the location, and there's a need for those types of homes. If that home hits, you're not going to be the only buyer for it. And if you don't have a pre-approval letter, you're not going to buy the home. You're going to be frustrated. Don't do that to yourself call Andrew Cornett at leader one or Holly 553 1170 and get your pre-approval because they not they mean a pre-approval we're not talking pre-qualified they run you through underwriting that's why they can make the five thousand dollar guarantee to the seller that if they don't close on time because they've got everything done all they need to do is some title work and appraisal and get a termite inspection giddy up
1: yes and it, it's interesting you know in my in my conversations with Andrew he is good He's really good. Uh, It's because he cares. A very helpful
0: man. He cares. He's sincere. He sincerely wants to help everybody that comes to him for his service. Yes. And it's it's evident. So we're very uh, proud of our sponsors here at uh, Let's Talk Real Estate. Anybody that uh, we recommend, you can trust to do a good job for you. You can trust that they care and that they will do uh, the job at a reasonable price. Nobody gets gouged from this program. That's for sure. All right, Professor. I want you to put your thinking cap on a little bit because I'll try. I've I've already am starting to think about my predictions for next year. I've got to let this soak in. We've just had an election. Now we have uh, a uh, governor elect, uh, Pritzker, mm-hmm. inbound. Uh, we have Madigan and Collerton with super majorities in both the House and the Senate, so they have total control. Now. We just we don't know what their programs are going to be. However, it's already I've already seen reports that uh, everything is on the table as far as tax increases uh, to generate additional revenues. We just don't know what revenues they're going to raise and when they're going to do it. Uh, But uh, I want you to be thinking about this. where I am hitting a, a wall. Is is. I think with the election behind us and people now having certainty that we may get some renewed confidence. And here locally, with 27% of our workforce, state workers, uh, they should get renewed confidence. They probably anticipate and probably will receive the back pay that they have been owed for a number of years from the raises that that were passed, and they'll probably get their new contract renegotiated, which should really give them some super confidence. I think you're right on target there, Fritz. And so with that in mind, that 27% of the economy, not all of them are going to be buying and selling homes, but certainly ones who have put it off, there's got to be some pent-up demand within that group Yes, uh, that will be coming to the market. Uh, but then I think about the other... and this is what I want you to be thinking about. If taxes are raised too much or on too many different areas, because they're talking about mileage tax, they're talking about raising the gas tax, they're talking about uh, uh, the license plate renewal. Yes, They're talking about income tax uh, being changed to a progressive tax. Of course, that would take some time because it's going to take a constitutional change for that. Uh, But there's going to be different areas of increased expense for Working families,
1: and you also have the potential of of um, um, pot being approved
0: and well, for the tax there. And I must be stoned. I forgot to mention that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, and gambling. Yeah, they. The, it's already been reported. The first two things that the governor wants to get through and get out of the way is uh, legalized uh, recreational use of pot by adults and uh, expanded gambling. Yes. Because all that's been on the table and they, they missed Michigan actually passed it. So we're second to the table for the Midwest, I guess. Yeah. But uh, uh, so we don't know exactly what's going to happen. So as I, as I try to calculate my predictions there, Professor, I don't know uh, if the 73% of uh, w- which are working families that don't uh, belong to uh, a state union or they're a government employee. Those 73%, if their cost of living goes up, will that offset or even be a negative upon the economy in lieu of all the confidence that's going to rise up with the uh, uh, public sector workers? Well, I figure public sector... Well, I'm sorry. Uh, You figure all you want, but you're going to have to... uh, Tell me about it after the break, because we've okay. got to go to the newsroom. And uh, well, with news you can depend well, on, I'm Jim Leach. News Talk 94.7 and 970 W. It's
1: Fister of REMAX Professionals. Depend on News Talk 94.7 FM and 970 AM WMAY.
0: Welcome back to Let's Talk Real Estate on this beautiful, sunny, but brisk, Saturday morning. Right, Professor? Yes, sir. Let me see. Do I have you on, Professor? I can't tell. Speak to me, Professor. I'm here, I, and away we go. I think I hear you. Oh, we've got a call coming in before we get on with regular business. Let's see who is touching base. Hello, hey, you're hey, on Let's hey, Talk Real Estate, Fritz.
1: Hey, just can, can you guys try to factor this in? I,
0: I believe that about half of the people that are working today don't pay any income tax at all. So I know there's going to be outside of the income tax increases. Factor that in, you may be looking at 35 to 45% or less of the actually working population in the Springfield area that aren't government employees. But could you also factor in what they're going to do with interest rates? I mean, things, I believe, are coming
1: to a standstill anyway in the housing and the auto industry, at least from what I've read. And it interests me as well because I'm not going to buy a new car and pay 6%. I'm just not well anyway, hang up and listen man good shows over. very good thank you
0: yeah we're going to be talking about that a little bit later because interest rates are having an impact and I talked about it last week on the program uh, we have certainly have some headwinds um, nationally uh, the national housing market has slowed down precipitously and uh, it's unusual because normally Springfield runs opposite of the nation that's right and yeah. I'm hoping that that's true again because it's not looking good out there in the national housing market. Uh, because of, uh, well, we're going to talk about that a little bit later, Professor, but let's thank our sponsors for this half hour of the program, shall we? Hillier Storage and Moving, moving the things you love. Slabjackers Construction, if your concrete has that sinking feeling, get all jacked up with Slabjackers. Bacon, Termite, and Pest Control, they don't bug you, just the critters in your home. And JRE Construction, Landscaping, and Foundation Repair. They can keep water out of your foundation without putting you underwater. That means Pat Patterson does it economically for you. If you need a full meal deal job, he's going to tell you you need a full meal deal job. And it's not inexpensive to get it done. But in the majority of the situations, Pat tells me, you don't need the full meal deal. And he will tell you just what you need, and you can save a ton of money and solve your problem. Keep that water out of your foundation and basement and crawl space and avoid all kinds of costly repairs on down the road. Pat Patterson, 691-8555. Time for your market update by Slabjack, brought to you by Slabjackers Construction. Well, I kind of ran down it a little bit. Uh, October was a kissing your sister month. We had three more closed sales uh, or excuse me, three fewer closed sales than last October and seven more pending sales. So, eh, no big deal. But where are we at through the end of business yesterday? Through the end of business yesterday, not too shabby, really. We're only 128 home sales behind last year uh, on this date. And I'm hoping that that continues to improve. If, if we can finish at least 3,800, That would be good. I don't want to step back into the 3,700 range because it took us years to get to 38 and then even longer. You know, we actually sold more homes, Professor, back in 2003 than we did last year, and that was our best year since the recession began. Yes, It's just unbelievable that we've never been able to fully recover. But it's the way it is, and so we'll deal with it. And we hope to give you the best advice possible so that – when you go to sell your home, that you can have success. Now, the uh, median sale price, once again, uh, it's uh, not quite up that 2%. We've had some lower sales close so far uh, this month, uh, and the median sale price year-to-date is now only 1.6%, which is not a great deal. Uh, I do want to point out that – My wife, Christy, and I are looking forward to serving you, and we uh, want you to take that chance of selling your home over the winter. If you really want to sell your home, you want to beat the thundering herd in the spring, give us a call. Uh, My phone number is 652-SOLD, and I just want to share with you a couple reasons why you should consider us. Uh, As I mentioned, the number of days on the market to closing for the uh, MLS, the average is 77 days ours on our closed listings 33 days and the uh list uh, the actual sale price uh, to uh, uh final asking price you know 96.2% well we're hanging right in there at 97.1% that's almost 1% more now if you have a $100,000 house that means it's likely we're going to put another $1,000 in the dollars you got yeah, 200 or <laughs> 300,000 you can do the math on that uh, but uh, we are at our lowest level of inventory for the year, just like the MLS. The MLS right now only has 1,359 homes listed for sale. That is an all-time record low. Uh, 1,389 last year, 1,375. But if you get back just a few years, we, we're usually around 1,575 and 1,650. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why I, I share with you, yeah, our demand isn't the best. Uh, but it's not the worst either. And so if you have that level of demand that's above the record low inventory, your odds of getting sold, if you do it right and you choose the right person to represent you, you can get sold in the winter, right? That's right. And just the way I work. My glass is always half full. And away we go. Uh, and that market update was brought to you by our friends at Slabjackers Construction, 787 Two five two. You call Chuck, great guy. You don't want any sinking concrete around your foundation anywhere. You know what, sidewalks or patios or anything, they can get water channeling towards the home. You want to keep it going away from the foundation. And Chuck can help you with that. But guess what? It got cold, Professor. I don't know if Chuck can work until next spring, but here's my advice. You call Chuck now and get on the list. Be the first one on the list as soon as that permafrost is out of the ground. Bang, he's out to your home getting the job done. Really appreciate Chuck and all he does. Okay, let's get on to some really good news here, Professor. Yes, sir. The interest rate watch. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. sakes alive! Being brought to you by our friends at Hillier Storage and Moving. I uh, give Tom Swift a call at 525 They're awesome for local moves. Do not overlook Hillier Storage and Moving for your local move. They're very competitive. But guess what? They're very professional because the executives that trust to move them to New York or California or Florida uh, are going to be the same people moving you across town. So there's your advantage. Uh, Here's your interest rate watch. What's going on with the interest rates? Well, they're they're ticking up, just as we said. The 15-year loan now has passed 4.5%, 4.525. The 30-year is over 5%, 5 5.05%. And for the first time this year, VA and FHA are at 5%. And so is your USDA rural housing loan. So you're, and that's kind of an average. Now, your lenders will give you an annual percentage rate based upon the cost of, uh, to close that loan. They they take the costs to close the loan and they do it. It's a silly amortization thing that the government requires. And that's why I'm doing this silly disclosure because the government's silly and they make me <laughs> do this stupid stuff. But at any rate, <laughs> there you go, at your weekly interest rate watch. Uh, I'm going to quickly, Professor, do, if I can find it, and I just did, uh, we've been traveling around just to see how uh, certain areas are performing this year compared to last year because we know sales are down. Well, where, where are they down at? Well, that's what we want to find out. And You tuned into the right place. Let's talk real estate on WMAY every Saturday morning. To you get the most current data about your local housing market? We started out at District 186. We discovered District 186 is down 4.8% this year. Now, oh, District, My goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the overall market's down about 4%, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Chatham, one sale less than last year. One. Hmm. So they're dead even, is the way I look at it. In Rochester, uh, they're down. Uh, they had... Uh, uh, 125, I'm sorry, they're, uh, uh, duh, they're up 6%. Uh, but that's not a big number. See, Rochester, you don't really get too many homes that become available right. out in Rochester. they right. a very tight market. People move out there and they stay in love. That's only seven sales more uh, than last year on this date. But that's an, that's a 6% increase. So now we're going around to Sherman-Williamsville. Okay. And the reason why I do that is Chatham-Chatham. Is Rochester and Sherman-Williamsville are always battling over the highest median sale price. Which one of us has the highest prices? You know that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, right out in Williamsville-Sherman Schools Districts, there's currently 22 single-family homes available for sale. The median list price, meaning half above, half below, 199.9. dollars Can you say $200,000? i will say 200000 There's two single-family attached homes available. And... Uh, the median on that; those are two forty six, four fifty. Now, the days on the market for those twenty two single families only eighty eight days. So a lot of them are getting ready to go. Yeah. Because the the average is seventy seven. So I'd say some of them are getting ready to pop. Uh, but those attached homes, one hundred and fifty four days. Oh my gosh, that's why I was saying Oak Mill Estates is a great. Uh, a great place to be looking at in Rochester, especially at 3rd Platte. We've got them open. It's in a TIF district. You're getting a $15,000 discount off the developer's cost. It's amazing. And uh, the average days on the market on a on a, an attached home out in Rochester, 37 compared to 154
1: in Sherman. You know, that's a very good program Rochester has going. Oh yeah, very it's, good.
0: Well, it, it is. And uh, John Stites, the uh, developer... Uh, he worked his tail off to be able to bring that to Rochester, and, and God bless the city fathers for for agreeing to do agreeing, it. Yes, because guess what? It's paying off. Go out there. You want to go where the action is? You go to Oak Mill Estates. Call me. I've, I've got the plat list. I've got the covenants. I've got everything that you need, and we'll be happy to get you into a a, a lot out in Oak Mill Estates. But uh, so pending, how many homes are under contract out in the Sherman Williamsville School District? Well. Seven single families and only one attached home. Now the single families that are under contract, a median list price, two hundred forty-nine nine, and they only average seventy-nine days on the market, so pretty much the market average. Yeah, expired, withdrawn, not even. Uh, Williamsville Sherman School District is immune to that. Twenty-two did not sell. One hundred forty-nine days on the market, the median list price, three So the that three fifty up has just been really brutal this year. Uh, Sold and closed. We got 22 on the market, sold and closed so far this year, 69. The median sale price of a single family home in Sherman Williamsville School District, 223,500. Well, let's see. Rochester was uh, 195,000. Let's see what Chatham was. Chatham was 223,000. Springfield was. 100,000, right on the nose. Um, So let me see here. 223.5 versus, what did we say uh, Chatham's was? 223? 223, yes. Oh, I'd say we're having a runoff for the top Uh, top price homes in the market between Williamsville, Sherman, and Rochester. There have been five single-family-attached homes. Oh, oh, and the... uh, those homes only took 98 days from time of listing to contract, uh, those 69. Five single-family attached homes sold. They only took 55 days. The median sale price, 175 Now, how does that compare to last year, Professor? How many sold and closed single families did I say? 69? Six, yes. Guess how many in 2017? 69. <laughs> yeah. There you go. How many single-family attached homes did I say sold out, out in Sherman Williamsville School District? Five. How many in 2017? Seven. Five. 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 yeah. Oh, I God. mean, they're just dead even, but check this out. The $223.5 uh, median sale price compares to 205 9 at this time last year. That's an increase of 8.5% on the median sale price in Sherman Williamsville. There you go. That's your uh, subdivision of the week, the Sherman Williamsville School District. And next week, we're going to swing around to probably New Berlin, see what's going on there. Uh, but we need to get back to. Uh, Our topic here, uh, Professor, oh, oh! before we do that, our friends at Bacon Termite and Pest Control brought you uh, the weekly subdivision report. Of course, it's not a subdivision, it's a school district, but that's okay. But Bill and Kathy Bacon, they're so confident in the inspection that they will give you a free one-year warranty if you hire them to inspect the house you're going to buy. And if you get any wood-destroying insects in that home within 12 months of your closing, they'll come back and spot treat it and get rid of those critters for you at no charge. And that's an expensive operation with today's chemicals and licensing and all that. That's right, stuff. it is. Yeah, so they're, they're just great people anyway. But Bill and Kathy Bacon, 544-7566. No, okay, let's get back to it, Professor. Help this real estate agent out. Help me figure out what will happen. Now, the caller made some good points about interest rates. Yes. Interest rates are cre- creating some headwinds, but guess what? People have to have a place to live. Yes, correct. You're always going to have demand for housing. But what we don't want to see is a return to the necessities, the have-tos. And with the rising interest rates, we're seeing a decline in the move of convenience. And it was a stunning report I read, but the uh, 10 years ago, the average uh, American would sell their home every five years.
1: Well, I thought it was seven, but, but it's five. It's between
0: huh? five and seven. Depends upon your area. But overall, yeah. it was five years. Wow. You know what it is now? No. Twelve. My goodness sake. You want to know why you have an inventory problem across the United States of America? People are staying. That's D- right. As then. I as I said, you know the 15-year rates are now over 4.5%. I've got a client who has a two and a half percent, fifteen-year loan. He says, "Why do I want to trade that?" Yeah, he wants to make a move. His kids are all graduated now; they're out of the house. They get a lovely big house. They don't really need it, but he says, "Why should I trade it?" So that's what—that's uh, part of the problem. So the caller is exactly right. That's creating some headwinds for some people. But five percent money, professor, is great money.
1: and you know, I go back and think about that, Fritz, and. You're exactly right. 5% seemed to be the norm some years back. That was the rate that, that you just back expected. In, that was in the 60s.
0: Yes. And then up in the late 70s, they just started shooting up. Oh, Got all the way up to 21% yes. in the 80s. And uh, the 20-year average prior to the recession was 8%. Yes. So you're still well below the 20-year average. Okay, we've spoiled a lot of these millennials who went and lived at home in mom's basement because they couldn't get jobs, but except part-time jobs uh, during the uh, the re- quote recovery, uh, as they paid off their student loans. Now, and but by the time they got into the market, got their situation, interest rates were three percent. Yes, and they think that's normal because it's all they've experienced. Yeah, and so they're in shock, but they're a very small portion of the marketplace. 5% is still good money. People are still going to have a place to live, so we're still going to be selling homes. The question is, is how many? And that's where I'm stuck. And unfortunately, government has a plays a major role in the economy uh, because, uh, as we've seen, it, it, call me crazy, Professor, but it seems to me the tax cuts and the regulatory cuts at the federal level have caused an economic boom that we've never seen before. Absolutely. I, I, I mean...
1: Fritz, right now, our gross domestic product, or GDP, is running at 4%. We're going to end this year probably around 37 Now, it's been a number of years since we've seen anything like that. Now, I'll make a prediction here. 2019, we're going to see a bit of a slowdown in that because of all the that just the bustle that has taken place this year. Probably 2019 will come in for GDP at around 2.7 to 2.9.
0: Well, I hope they can maintain a three uh, percent, because I think that's what we really need to uh, uh, recover. But the the good news is, as I mentioned before, is as we flipped the previous eight years, uh, while well, the uh, 2009 through 2016 where 80% of the jobs were part-time that were being created, where we've completely flipped that now, and it's 80% full-time jobs. Yes, and
1: it's it, it's interesting, Fritz. This year, business um, uh, uh, capital expenditure is up for the year 7%. Now, that's going to decline a little bit in 2019 with the uncertainty that we've had uh, recently, but... What does capital expenditure by business do?
0: It improves productivity and it raises wages, both. 3.1% increase on wages. The first time it surpassed 3% in October of this year. The first time a real increase in wages has occurred in over nine years. So that's all good news. And now here comes the state of Illinois. This is where I need your help, Professor if we're going to be if you can get a 3% raise but if your taxes go up like my taxes went up 40% last year in the state of Illinois. People want to know why Illinois I just saw an article this morning 800,000 people are planning on leaving California and New York because of taxation. And Illinois leads the nation in outmigration. Yes. And yes. What is uh, you know what is causing that is up on me. Every small business, every S Corp, LLC, their taxes were increased 40% permanently in 2017, and it's hitting full this year. And uh, now that the federal government's uh, new tax policy uh, limits the combined deduction of the state income tax and property taxes to $10,000, the upper bracket, the high earners, are leaving and you know it's interesting.
1: If we look at the states contiguous to Illinois, which one is having the most rapid growth? And it's the one above us, a colder state, Michigan. Michigan is now ranked number ten in the country for business. Uh, what uh, environment? You know. Uh, Business-friendly. Yeah, business-friendly. That's a better way to put it,
0: Fritz. Yeah. Well, Illinois is not business-friendly, unfortunately. I believe we have Steve on the line patiently holding. Do you have a quick question for us, Steve? We're running out of time here. You know, when is is a recipe for uh, an economy of a state or a federal government that you just increase taxes
1: and spend and somehow that's going to fix the economy and the debt? Well, think of Venezuela or Costa Rica, or, or Cuba, Detroit. or Detroit yeah. is another one. I
0: mean, <laughs> it's, it's all one party control, and all they want to do is the goodies. Well, we we have to wait and, have and see. Let's let's be fair now. Let's wait and see what they're going to do. Everybody's yeah. anticipating tax increases. I think that's certainly going to happen. But what I'm waiting to see is what really frustrated me as a taxpayer, as a citizen, and really as a real estate broker feeling it for my clients they raised those taxes 40% on businesses, 32% on working families and did not pay down a dime towards the debt or the pension and the real problems they increase spending. Now if they come out and they increase taxes again and they don't have a plan to address those two issues then Katie barred the door. Steve thanks a lot I appreciate it but I think the point I was making earlier same point Steve's making The uh, empirical data and evidence is there. When you cut taxes, allow working families to have more of their money. When you cut business taxes and you allow businesses to make those capital investments. Absolutely. That's crucial. Just crucial. Well, I, I have a feeling the state of Illinois... Wants to prove Einstein 100% correct, Professor, unfortunately.
1: (laughs) Now, just to touch here, what is our our current unemployment rate? 3.7. What is it nationally? 3.4. Now, we've had some growth, uh, and I'm going to identify some areas. Now, this is specific to Springfield market area. Total non-farm growth, 400 jobs. Um, mining and construction increase, 500 jobs. Um, trade, transportation, utilities, down 100. Uh, professional and business services, down 300. Um Education and health service, up 700. Leisure and hospitality, down 300. Uh, other services, uh, you know, roughly do you, do you down re- 100. Do you have so,
0: retail in there? We're com- Yeah, well, um, uh, the Retail, close- I know, is really—we uh, I I, I, have um, so many empty storefronts now in the mall. I'm looking for the retail—
1: uh, uh, leisure, twelve uh, uh, other, other
0: services. That's, that's all they listed yeah. as. Yes, yeah.
1: it, no, it's, it's, so it's, it's sitting as constant.
0: That, by the time you add all that up, Professor, we were down 600 jobs in October from last year. Yes, yes. Now, but from April, um,
1: we were up 100 jobs. Now, that's not a lot of jobs. It's buddy. the
0: right direction, Professor. Yeah,
1: it's, it's the right
0: direction, but it's... It's awfully small. It's meager. Well, uh, Professor, we're about to run out of time here again. Uh, time flies when you come on, but I appreciate you sharing that data because uh, hopefully that's the bottom for Springfield Amen. Uh, uh, for the employment situation because, as I've shared with you for all these years... The economy can't recover until housing recovers, and neither can recover until the job market recovers. If people aren't working, they can't qualify to buy a home. It's just that simple. Don't need a degree in economics to know that, do you, Professor? No, sir. Well, I appreciate it. Well, God bless you all. Uh, To all my fellow veterans, a happy Veterans Day, and thank you for your service. God bless our first responders. God bless our police officers. Uh, God bless America, and above all else, God bless our troops serving around the world. Amen.